You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. Ah, I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney, so what? Ah, it's the Monday morning episode. Um, Sam, I have made a series of mistakes. Oh, no. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's, that's rather out of character. Yeah, I think so as well. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just go through them all and yeah. apologise if, if I need to. Uh, first of all, um, the episode that went out for the IFS um, Turbo and Premium subscribers, the Top Flight Tune mm. Machine. Mm-hmm. That we'd recorded a few days ago, uh, I put it out for five pm yesterday, and I'd actually put out the Friday episode that we did again. Wow! But but badged as the top flight chair machine, so um, apologies for that. I've now sorted it out. The proper episode is up; it should be there. Uh, I couldn't do anything about it until about one thirty am this morning because I was driving back from uh, Scotland. Yeah. Because twice over this weekend, I've had to drive to Scotland and back to pick my daughter up from the University of Scotland, mm. where she's studying, because she wanted to come home for the weekend. So I went and picked her up. So that was like a kind of a seven and a half hour round trip, twice over yeah. the weekend, which might be why I've been making all these mistakes. I think so, yeah. Because that's a, it's a fairly massive that's a bit, undertaking. That's a major undertaking, it's even a lot for of driving. a logistics king like yourself. I mean, I've enjoyed it. Because driving back from Scotland, uh, obviously I enjoyed the company of my daughter who I'd not seen for a couple of weeks, mm. so we had a really nice time driving back. And then driving back up yesterday, we listened to the new Alan Partridge podcast. Oh, that's good. Se- season two of From the Oast House, which is mm. is brilliant. If you heard the first series, uh, you'll, you'll love the second one. What was the second mistake I made? The second mistake I made was driving back from Scotland last night, early hours of this morning, got flashed by a speed camera. Oh, no. Um, this is 24 hours, 48 hours after commenting that I hadn't been done for speeding for about mm. five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so that happened. And um, the third mistake... Well, the, that's the second mistake. I got flashed in the darkness, which was quite scary. Flash, flash! Yeah, oh, um, yeah. You jump out of your bones, as my daughter would say. Flash, flash, yeah. flash, flash, speed, speed. I was—I figured I was doing about 71 on a 60 mile an hour single road. Cunts. But I thought, try and turn this negative into a positive. I thought there could be a speed awareness course coming up soon and that equals content. Ah, yeah, I've done a, so, done a couple. 
at least. I've done a couple as well, yeah. No, I think I think I've done three now. I think I've done two online and one, maybe two online and, and one in person, all, all right. during the lifetime of this podcast. And all right. I found Fucking them all hell. very useful and enjoyable, if I'm honest. You could find it hard for someone who lives in London to be able to speed. But there you go. Fucking hell, mate. I don't... I'll I tell you something. I genuinely don't know how you don't speed. Like, mm. <laughs> it's like every road has a different fucking speed limit, right? Yeah. And this is how you fucking speed in London. Traffic, 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 traffic. <laughs> ah, really stressed. Suddenly, stretch of open road. Floor <laughs> it! <laughs> yeah. Flash, flash, <laughs> flash, flash. And then I'm like, chance. <laughs> The fucking government are on you all the time. <laughs> well, I use an app called Waze, W-A-Z-E, and that tells you where all the speed cameras are before you get to them. Yeah. But it only tells you where the speed ca- where there's a speed camera coming up if you are going above the speed limit. Oh. If you're going under the speed limit, it doesn't it tell doesn't you. It doesn't bother you. I don't know if you can change the settings on it. So I, no, I guess I must that, have been that, going... Yeah. I must have been approaching it at 60... Or just and then around 60. Fucking and then I'd slammed your flo- foot down. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, flash, 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 flash. Content, content, content. So that's second mistake. Third mistake. Um, the predictions we did at the weekend, when I went to sort them out and fill in the fill in the results, uh, I think we predicted Crystal Palace versus Southampton. Which, when in fact it was actually was Crystal, Crystal Palace, Palace versus, versus Leeds. Leeds. Mm. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. We both correctly predicted 2-1 to Crystal Palace. So should we just take the points anyway? I think we should. <laughs> yeah. I would have predicted... No, in all honesty, I would have predicted a Palace win there. I would have said 2-1 to Palace as well. Yeah, yeah. let's be I'm honest. Like, Leeds are on a bad run. Palace are decent. It was at Palace. It's going to be 2-1, <laughs> isn't it? There'll be some Lampards who'll say that we're not entitled to them points. Fuck off. It's our um, game. Uh, it's our game. We can literally make it up as we go along. We could give ourselves points every week. We, we could deny results spots points even if he gets yeah. the results right. Who cares? Yeah, we might have to. So I'll just uh, continue on with that. So you got six for the weekend. I got eight. Results but only got four. So the gap has been narrowed a little bit. Um, you're on 23. I'm on 34. Results spots on 35. So I'm just a point Whoa. behind. Um don't know, maybe you need to redouble your efforts. I don't know whether you've, your approach. I've, um, it, it te- you know, it's a slow start to the season for me, but I had quite a busy pre-season of predicting. I went mm-hmm. on a prediction tour. Um, you did? And yeah. I was predicting... Um, the Far East, didn't you? Yeah, I went. I predicted some Far Eastern results. Just to keep my eye on. Increasing the big prediction market over there, isn't there? There is, yeah. So I wanted to sort of like get my brand out there, my prediction brand. Uh, but as a result, uh, my my predicting the the predicting elements of my mind were quite fatigued in the mm. early weeks of this season. Like mm. I was, I, I'd almost what the Germans called unter no uber predicting. Uber predicted, yeah. Over predicted, yeah. And so, it, but I feel like we're developing a rhythm now and that we'll yeah. find our form. It's that yeah. crucial period over Christmas, I think, very often defines where, where the season's going to go. It's, this is true. I mean, you did um, predict, you got two points gained on Result Spot this weekend, so mm. carry on doing that. Yeah, you Result be there Spot or has started at a sprint, but he often comes down with the Christmas decorations. 
Yeah. Sadly, it's often around Christmas that he relapses on the iron filings. This is true. And that this always affects his performance. Yeah. So we're confident that you can come back. Mm. I mean, you could maybe try and work out what it is that Liverpool have done wrong this season and transfer that to a predicting format if and no. when they turn it around. I'm just concentrating on my own game. I don't. I mm. try not to look at what other people are doing around me. As they say in recovery, I keep my side of the street clean. Oh, I like that. Mm. That's good. Fair enough. Um, but we're going to have a logistical problem when the World Cup starts. Do we begin predicting World Cup? Do we do a separate yeah. tournament for that? Yeah, or we just carry it through using those games. Well, I don't know, because then you're doing a Premier League season and a World Cup tournament in one in massive one. prediction season. Yeah, I don't but know whether that's... in the international breaks... We always predict <clears throat> international games, don't we? Oh, so, this is true. Mm. This is true. But And yeah. in the FA Cup week, we predict the FA Cup results. But there was the World Cup. There are more games over a shorter period of time, so we can yeah. predict in the Monday and the Friday episodes. Okay, let's Cup. do it. Do a separate one. Oh. I'm offering a... you an extra chance to get some kind of glory. And get your yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. Fuck it. Let's do a separate World Cup prediction league. This and is the World Cup that we're, we're supposed to boycott and not be interested in. Yeah. How's I mean, that feeling It's going to it be, approaches us? Well, I don't... I'm not that excited about the World Cup. Like, usually I'm fucking excited about a World Cup. Mm. I'm not that excited, partly because of the time of year it is. It just seems silly. It's not a proper World Cup unless it's in the summer. And mm. I think the whole endeavour is absurd. And I do think it stinks, actually. And I, and I do scared. think... And I do think the whole sports washing thing is fucking out of control. And I think, yeah, football, we've said it before. And so, you know, but will I watch football? Yeah, because there's I like watching football. Football's going on and there's no Premier League. But it's, you know, it's nothing like a fucking... It is nothing like a uh, proper World Cup. I'll watch it, but I won't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm all about the next World Cup, which is taking place in Canada, the United yes. States and Mexico. Yes. And I will be fucking bang out there with Lenny. Same. We've been planning this for fucking literally years now. Yeah. Right. Same it's going to be boy. great. Yeah. It's going to be so great. And that was, I've only ever been to a one World Cup and that was in America in 94. Mm. And Americans... Are say what you like about them, they are better. Sorry, they are better at certain things, right? I put on the World Cup. One of them is hosting huge live events because it's the home of mass entertainment. So, you know, for the World Cup final in in 94, if you compare the World Cup final in 1994 to the way in which it was organised, the match day experience, Andy, right? Mm. Compare that to my match day experience, for instance, yesterday in the year 2022, going to West Ham at the fucking Thunderdome that we play in, right? It was like, it was, there's there's light years of difference. The match day experience at West Ham today is way, way, way behind what I experienced in 1994 in Los Angeles at the World Cup final at the Rose Bowl, which I think has about 100,000 capacity. Yeah. I think was it particularly once. worse yesterday? Was there anything special about yesterday that made well, it Well, yeah, worse the, the usual, train or? strike didn't make it, oh, uh, yeah, made it worse. But I'm not going to complain about train strike because, uh, you know, they're, they're striking for good fucking reason. 
And what people often forget is when they go, yes, but it's very inconvenient. You go, yeah, that's why they're striking. They're striking in order to inconvenience normal people, Mm. in order to bring an important issue to the attention of ordinary people, right? And they're not so, going to strike between 1am and 7am, are they? No, what's the fucking point? They're raising awareness. There's only so much you can do. It's like the silly cunts who keep lying in the road. Everyone's like, yeah, get out, I hate them. They got in the way of my car. Now, I tried to in, use the road. In the way of, if they got in the way of my car and I was in a hurry somewhere, I'm not saying I wouldn't be annoyed, but stop being thick, right? They're trying to prioritise the most pressing matter facing civilization. Right? Yeah. Which is the fucking melting of the earth thanks to our overuse of fossil fuels. No one's paying any fucking attention, or certainly not sufficient attention, to that issue. And therefore, these people have decided to take matters into their own hand and they have to do something dramatic. They don't have money to put ads on TV or posters on the fucking side of buses. So they have to Mm. do whatever they can to raise awareness. They're doing that. And, of course, it's annoying if it fucking affects you personally. But at the same time, you know... I I just saw a clip on Twitter and that Wally Darren Grimes going, Good, civilians are finally taking matters into their own hands and doing what the police should have a right to. It's basically people being really quite fucking violent towards these people in the street, right? Yeah. Loving it. It's a little bit like when the um, those two Greenpeace protesters infiltrated Liz Truss's speech last week. Yeah. And they were kind of bundled away, but you could see the Tory party members who were bundling them away were enjoying yeah. bundling them and getting rough them up a bit. And one of them pulled their lanyards off from around their necks by just yanking the yeah. lanyards That's down horrible. so that the thing at the back snapped open. Yeah. And And that would imagine the chafing on on the back of those people the back of That's those hippies' assault. necks. <laughs> That's an assault. Those fucking hippies, hippies' right? necks are very sensitive. They are, yeah, and they're going to be fucking sick. Like, remember, they mainly only eat vegetables and lentils, right? Yeah, and green tea, and so their neck muscles are not the most sort of developed. It'll be, and yeah. their skin is quite thin and sensitive. And uh, no, I know what you mean. People fucking love it, don't they? They'll argue you. Oh, give me a good kicking. The self righteousness of it. I think They're, some people join the Tory party just to be able to bundle protesters out of mm. Tory events. Mm. They just do it for that. That's all they're in it for. I, 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 I knew... Well, I've known a few policemen over the years, and the thing is, you know, most of them have been racists. And, mm. like, more than one said to me when I asked, why did you join the police force, said, I love fighting. And right. I didn't want, and I would, I, and I would have. I love, I love violence. Been involved in agro, and if I hadn't joined the police or the army, I would have basically ended up being nicked the whole time. And you just sort of think, fucking out. Those are the people who are our police force. <laughs> Do you know yeah, what I mean? Protect, protecting us. And serving Most of them us. go into it because they love agro. Either that, or they're just frisk. fucking bo- natural-born Lampards. Yeah, maybe there should be a personality test first. I love rules, and I love the application of rules and the execution of rules. I'm a rule nerd. I like hitting. I like (laughs) hitting, too. Hitting and and rules. That's policemen. (laughs) Policemen, that's the life for me. (laughs) I'll just call this episode Hitting and Rules. That's right, I don't know. Mate, can I just Um, say something quickly? Those three mistakes you made are because you perhaps 
have overstretched yourself recently. Even Andy Dawson, King of Logistics, has limits. We all do. And everyone listening should remember that, right? Mm. I've said this before, but what you're doing is enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't overstretch yourself. Don't think every day has to be some fucking magnificent example of productivity, right? That's yeah, fucking, okay. that's just madness. But, so even Andy, so if you're having a tough day, think even Dawson makes mistakes sometimes. But posting the wrong pod, we must have posted thousands of pods. Uh, made well, there was some pods. discussion recently about how many there were, and it's definitely well over a thousand. And Andy, I think it's about twelve hundred. I'm very grateful for the fact that Andy, listener, has uh, edited and published, posted all of those. And from my memory, this is the first time he's made an <laughs> error in what's that? For over four years. Come, it'll be yeah. it'll be it'll be our five year anniversary next March. Is it? Was it March? March I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so one error. Same gift. One error in that time is not bad at all. Um, yeah. And I think he deserves an error, you know. And I think, you know, it's it's good to make errors once in a while. Mm. And uh, also... It's, yeah, and also it is our fifth anniversary, so Same perhaps gifts. you, the listeners... I was about to say maybe we'll plan something special. No, perhaps you, the listeners, should plan Just something special some for us. Put a birthday tea on, something yeah. like that, at a zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just start uh, GoFundMe and uh, collect as much money as you can for a special zoo tea party for our Yeah, fifth. with chimps. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to need chimps. Oh, there's an there's a, a abandoned nuclear bunker somewhere in the southeast, I think. Oh, yeah, we could have a tea party in there. We'll have a tea party there. That sounds good. But no one else is invited, just us. No, but you can see photos <laughs> of us in a tea bunker with a confused-looking chimp we'll having a, a cake. GoFundMe. We'll do yeah. a GoFundMe to pay for it and then you can look at the photographs on the continent afterwards. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeño. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Jalapeño. Um, there's a, an email that's coming. I don't know whether I should read it out. I haven't, I haven't really perused it properly. It's entitled Sir John Swan Gossip Slash Justice. Should I read that out? Yeah, go for it. Swan based from um, who's it from? From Ash. Um, and Ash says, "In case you like swan gossip, I think mm, I do like swan you gossip. Do, yeah, yeah. Uh, our local longtime swans were called Splendid and Beatrix. Ooh, great names for swans. Two years ago, they had to defend their canal territory from newcomers. They fought for months." And eventually the other lot fucked off. That's a fucking month-long swan war on a canal. <laughs> Blimey. This year, tragedy struck as Beatrix was hit by a car. Brackets, dead. Uh, Ash says, I never understood how the driver missed a massive swan. Driving slowly over a swing bridge. But that was the line the Stroud community were fed. This is in Stroud, obviously, where this has happened. Mm. I'm not sure where Stroud is. Do you know where Stroud is? Yeah, very much so. It's in Gloucestershire oh. in the Cotswolds. I'm very right. familiar with Stroud. Okay. It's, so it's right near there. where the QPR Terrace legend Castellani oh. has now retired oh, to. Oh. Mm. I hope that's not significant, but okay. <laughs> uh, Splendid, of course, is the remaining swan, shacked up with a new bird almost immediately. Cue a lot of speculation that could have been foul play. And they are playing happy families with new signets just a few months later. So Splendid has got over the death of Beatrix quite quickly and has moved on and has sired some little signets. In a dark turn of events, one of his sons, <clears throat> who Ash is calling possibly Sir John Swan, maybe. Uh, I think Sir John Swan's like an origin character, though. Sir John Swan would be the inventor of the swan. So I don't know if that's the correct name for, for this one. One of his sons recently returned with his own swan wife to fight for the territory. So this is getting a bit like uh, Lion King. Is that what yeah. happens in Lion King? Yeah. Father, yeah, yeah. son uh, type stuff. The guy had watched his mum and dad defend their patch, presumably got wind of the fact that his dad has since knocked his mum off mm. and has come back. Oh, this must be an earlier son then. This must be a son of uh, Splendid and Beatrix, not one of the new ones. So he's seen Splendid and Beatrix fight off these other swans and then found out that Splendid has possibly pushed Beatrix in front of a car. I think that's the underlying suggestion. Uh, has come back to get swan probate, get retribution, <laughs> and apparently swans will fight to the death. Uh, Ash says there are some local, inverted commas, swan people we're keeping an eye so hopefully neither father or son will have to actually have to go as far as murder we will see in digging around for this swan gossip on local Facebook groups mm, that's <laughs> never a good source of information 
Uh, I discovered how devoid of morals swans really are. Another lad down a local pond shacked up with his own daughter after he became a widower. Oh, man, no. And apparently this is common. No. Well, he don't, he'd say no. He'd deny no, that. No, I don't, don't like this about the swan community. You, you're saying you don't like the swan community or you don't like what they do or what, what are they well, alleged to do? I don't like do? the fact that if, you, if your wife dies, you think it's legit to shack up. By shack up, I mean... I'm assuming he means in some sort of romantic capacity with his own so. daughter. Yeah. That's not on. And also, I just had bad experience with swans generally. They're aggressive creatures. I know that's well documented, but... Um, mm. but so we've got no yeah. sympathy for them? Not really, no. Not that... Don't really feel uh, that warm towards them. It also says here, a long time ago, Sam mentioned liking independent sports shop, shops and mentioned Strouds. Yes, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I've talked about Stroud before because when we talked about independent sports shops, that's one that I visit from time to time when I'm in that neck of the woods. In that area. You, yeah. you seek out that shop. and Always. Well, Ash, Ash confirms it's still open, which you probably knew anyway. Yeah. And it sells a weird mix of sports and school stuff. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. I just read that out. It looked interesting on the face of it. It went dark at the end. Um it seems to be something that's just for Stroud people, that. Our Stroud listeners will have no enjoyed offense, that. But it, it's one of those, um, it's a it's a hippie town. You get a lot of that Is out it? in that neck of the woods. You know, like, I mean, Glastonbury's a bit different. It's not quite Cotswolds at Somerset, but kind of We've West Country. We've got Hebden Country. Bridge in the north, which I think is a bit like that, but it, it's mainly lesbians there, I think. Right, yeah. I don't know. There's probably a few lesbians in Stroud. There's a lot of hippies. There's a lot of, like, crystal shops do you know what I mean? Mm. That kind of carry on. Um, lots of drugs. If you, I, I, I right. you know, yeah, it's like it's the sort of place that if you're in a Cotswolds, you can go and find someone selling drugs. To try and verify what I'd said. Cause I've just searched Head, Hebden Bridge lesbians, and there's actually a Facebook group called Hebden Bridge Lesbians, which has got 604 members. So there you go. I think that proves that that um, it is the lesbian capital of. Of Yorkshire, probably near Halifax. Um, I'm not sure where this episode's going. Really, can I, can I plug my um, charity event for the Reset Live, which I'm Please doing do. in on the 25th of October? The Reset, which is my mental health podcast, but it's mental health without the bollocks. So don't worry, no one cries usually. It's usually quite a laugh, and we're doing a, a live event for. The campaign against living miserably, calm, which is a good mental health charity, and yeah. God knows they need a few quid at the moment. So we're doing that on the twenty fifth of October at a pub called the Marylebone in um, in Marylebone in London, <laughs> and that's it. And it's seven quid, but a hundred percent of it goes to the charity. And uh, James Brown will be there talking about his book and about the loaded days and a few other guests, and it'll be a laugh. That's it. Nice one. I'll plug something as well. I'm doing a thing on the 28th of October, Saturday night, at Pop Rex mm. in Sunderland. And it's it's an evening all about Atletico Mints, the mm. other podcast I do. And I'll be sort of talking about how it came about, what we've done, uh, answering any questions people might have. But I'll also be uh, showing um, some footage that's never been seen before, which Ooh. is of us in the studio. It's a view and Bob wrestling. Us wrestling topless um, and um, some stuff from the live shows we did 
2020, which has never been seen online anywhere before. So people can come and have a look at that. All the proceeds go to Pop Rex because they're great people, and uh, you know, a few more quid in their in their coffers won't hurt. So I'm doing that on the 20th. Come along, it'll be fun. On the 20th um, of and we're October. Doing a tour as well. And we're doing a yeah. tour. And uh, let Week me let that. me stress something about our live shows and our tour. Not a single penny of that will go to anyone or any cause no. other than us. Okay. So yeah. th- there are a couple of charity things we're both doing this month. And once that's ticked off, we will be flogging our live wares just to line our own pockets. Wetting our beaks, filling our boots. Uh, the money will go towards the World Cup 2026 USA visit campaign. Yeah, absolutely. That we're both running. So <laughs> come on, come one, <laughs> come all. Dig deep. <laughs> And here's another thing that I've never said before. Buy the ticket, sure, come to the show. Mm. If you really enjoy it and you enjoy listening to these podcasts, feel free to bring extra money and give that to us in cash <laughs> or check just, or anything like that or g- PayPal. Gently lob, gently lob an envelope onto the stage. I, the show, I'm thinking that I might money. walk amongst the audience doing a sexy dance just yeah, in an interval. With a collection bit. plate. Like if, if you want to break, Andy, it's fine for you to play some... I mean the sort of music that they always had in in strip pubs in those scenes in the Sweeney, which yeah. is usually saxophone-based, right? Yeah. I'm fine to just sort of weave my way snake-like through the yeah. tables and chairs with a garter on, accepting mm-hmm. notes tucked into my garter. Some, will you maybe also have some kind of tasseled uh, yeah, on my garment tits, as well? Yeah. That'd yeah. be nice. I'll have tasseled yeah. tits. I'll spin them in your face, and yeah, you can you, just bum me a fiver. So make sure you get your ca- make sure you go to the cashy before. Uh, yeah. Before yeah. Yeah, notes only, not coins. I was working um, once doing a bit of like um, consultancy work, right, at a sort of an, an agency, you know, on these marketing places, and we had to have a meeting with the boss one morning, and the boss is a really nice guy, Brummy, and. He, we were talking about something that we had to chip in some cash for, separate to work. It was, I don't know, maybe it was a charity thing. And I said, as a means of small talk, right? Yeah, I meant to get cash out today, but that fucking cash point down the street, right? Street where the office was, there's always a massive queue outside it. Small talk stuff, Andy. No one, you know, just fill, fill in air time while you're waiting for something else to happen in the meeting, commenting on yeah. the fact there was a cash point and it was notorious for having long queues. Of course, you don't get that anymore because no one really gets cash, do they? We're a cashless this, society. This is back now, yeah. at the fag end of the cash age, so pre-COVID, yeah. right? And uh, the boss, who again, generally lovely bloke, he looked at me in this meeting. Everyone went quiet and he just tapped the side of his head. He tapped his temple, right, very slowly and looked at me very solemnly. And I went, what? what? What are you doing? And he kept on doing it. And it's very solemn. And he looked so serious that the room fell silent. Everyone, all eyes were on us. And I went, what? What? I don't understand. And it was a bit like the Ray Liotta um, and Joe Pesci scene in Goodfellas, where it's like funny mm. how, where suddenly the tone switched. And he went to me, use it. And I said, what? And he went, you're not using it, are you, Sam? You're not using it. And I was like, I don't know what you mean, mate. And he went, get up early. Get to the office an hour before anyone else. 
there's no queue at the cash point. I do that every single morning and I'm never short of cash. <laughs> and I was like, uh, all right, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But the way he presented it to me, right, was like I was like the thickest cunt in the world, right, and he was a genius. And it was just a strange thing for him to make a big deal out of. Anyway, it's fine. He's a nice guy. It was just sort of an, an eccentricity. But I must admit... I felt quite, uh, I felt a bit humiliated. And now, mm. it's the stuff of legend. Whenever I see anyone who was in that meeting, years later, mm. <laughs> bumped into a couple of blokes who I know stay in touch with at a, at a thing, an event the other night, right? <laughs> I go over and say, all right, lads, first thing they do, Sam, you're not using it, tapping the side <laughs> of their head. Why don't you use it? He's, Sam, it's what it's there for. It's called a brain. Use it. Use it. Get up early. Get to the pa- the early bird catches the cash point. If you go into the office early, an hour early, then do you get to leave an hour early? Well, I don't know. Time? But he wasn't. It, that was the thing. He wasn't trying to say, "I want you to come in early." It wasn't to do with work. Oh, it was no, specific. It was to, I think to, he was sort yeah. of saying, not the obvious. He, you know, he might have meant get get into town early. Get I'm at the cash, office. Then go for a cappuccino. Right? Oh, what right. have you? Or a bacon right. sarnie. Do you see what I mean? It was right, like one of those spend things. spend extra money then. He was just saying, get in early, beat the mm. queues. Right. And yeah, fine. I mean, it's hard, it's hard advice to argue with. I'm not going to dig into the, the advice. It's certainly legitimate advice. But the point was like, why was <clears> I so stupid for not doing it? Do you know what I mean? But, I have thought about I mean, Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty insecure about my... Um, you know, I don't like being called stupid. No, no one does. No. It was an early example of logistics, life logistics. There, yeah, it was. Yeah, but it was before you were playing such a... I did know you, but yeah. because I wasn't speaking to you on a daily basis like I have been doing for the last four years, it's uh, it was before you had a chance to really get your hands on. I mean, before we were working with each other on a daily basis, we must have known each other for a good, I don't know, six, seven years, something like that. Mm. Did you ever observe me from afar and thought, if I had a real go, I could really revolutionise his logistical life. He, I can see he needs help, but it's not for me to intervene. It's for him to reach out. Do you ever how look do, at me like that? How do you know that this entire podcast is not about that? <laughs> I like to think that's true. <laughs> that makes you, you like a think, Jesus figure. That. Yeah, you can think that, my friend. Go for it. Yeah. Um, all right, I think that's it. that's enough from this one. It hasn't really flown, but okay. Sometimes they don't. Um, yeah, we'll be back throughout the week with more stuff. I don't agree. And, I think this um, has been a classic episode, and I'm entering it for an award. Fair enough. Uh, oh yeah, tickets on sale for our live shows. I was going to mention Sheffield. The Sheffield venue has been secured to be confirmed, though, and announced, and obviously. Um, IFS subscribers get first crack at the tickets. Quite a few Sheffield-based listeners got in touch, actually. They did, mentioning alternative venues, yeah. Um, okay. So that's good, but we're okay. We will be coming to Sheffield in a few weeks. Oh, and I've got to say, if you want to come to my reset event, which will be a, a right laugh, then um, you can look on my Twitter, because it's pinned, the ticket link and everything is pinned to my right, Twitter okay. profile. Oh, and listen to this. Guess what I've secured, Andy? <gasps> what? Free Heineken Zero for all. 
Wow. But listen, That's there'll be booze as well. It's not, a, it's not a dry event. It's in a pub. You can come and get pissed right. out of your mind if you want. Oh, okay. That's fine. Good. Like, it's not like everyone has to be yeah. sober. There'll be like pop music, chatting, laughter and booze. But if you want a Heineken Zero, which obviously I'll be having, it's fucking free, mate. No need to go to the cash point first. No way. Just come and fucking drink alcohol-free beer to your heart's content. Marvellous. There you go, then. Thanks for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.